Welcome, friends. We are really excited to kick off a new um, segment of the podcast. So we obviously had a special episode last week with Lockie Kerry. Um, and this week we're starting our new segment of Author Spotlights. And we're starting with Samantha Barrett. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. Now, Samantha is an internationally selling self-published author of fantasy and paranormal romance, living in Australia with her husband, two children and four dogs. I mean, that is that is busy. <laughs> it is. It is, but it's worth it. Absolutely. Now, in addition to being an author, you're also an avid reader. You love all genres of books. Um, and you've got a couple of favorite authors. So who are they? Catherine Hart, Kelsey Clayton, and Becca Steele. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you have written on your um, bio is that you love to write complicated stories. You want to write books that have people, like leave people wanting more, and that you would take that as a win, which I think is definitely what people are after, right? <laughs> I hope so. I've had a couple not so happy with the cliffies in book one and two. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, I can understand the frustration with cliffhangers, but you need that to carry you over to the next book. That is what draws people in. Yeah. I, I love like a real brutal one too. <laughs> it cuts you, but you need it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I love doing it, but I hate it when it's done to me. And I mean, I'm sure we can all agree. Tate James is the freaking queen of cliffhangers. Tate is honestly inspo for me for cliffies. Yeah. She is my number one for cliffhangers. Oh, she loves to destroy love people. We, we know this. <laughs> She's amazing with cliffies. Tate is the queen. Absolutely. Now, you also said that you like, well, you love a strong-ass heroine and we're there for it. Like, honestly, who doesn't love that? (laughs) I love it. I I love a woman that knows what she wants and goes after and doesn't need a man to tell her. 100%. Like, this is one thing that I definitely struggle with. Like, I I struggle to like a a female character in a lot of books because if they're whiny or whatever yep. I'm like no she's not there for it at all I'm not there for it I really do no. but I love a strong one I love a strong woman that can say what she wants and doesn't need a man to tell her what shoes to wear yes do you know what I also love though I love a strong woman that have has other strong women supporting them and not like getting jealous or you mm. know you know, competing against each other. I love that. Mm -hmm. Now, when did you first start writing? I started book one a couple of years ago, but I never had the confidence to publish. I had finished it. And to be quite honest, my journey started about this time last year. I actually won a signed paperback giveaway from Kelsey Clayton. (laughs) And Believe it or not, it started from there. Kelsey and I sort of hit it off and um, she had to push a release of one of her books. So she asked me if I wanted to spot with the editor. I thought, well, what have I got to lose? (laughs) I literally booked it in and Kelsey has held my hand the whole way through this journey. 
it's it's been an amazing roller coaster and I have to give props to Kelsey it wouldn't have become what it is today without Kelsey and that's what we're talking about women supporting women it's fantastic hell yeah now so you've got the dream trilogy which is finalized right that's that's complete. complete all out so we've got a beautiful nightmare twisted fate and a beautiful dream which i've just started reading the first book actually i'm halfway through um so i don't want to give any spoilers away so i'm keeping that to myself but i'm just like there for it um (laughs) and (laughs) then you've got another book coming out a standalone which is coming out on the 30th of september yes redemption do you want to tell us a bit about that Redemption is the first spin-off to the Dream Trilogy. I actually finished the Dream Trilogy and I thought I was done. That was it for me. Until one of the characters in the Dream Trilogy wouldn't shut his mouth and I couldn't (laughs) sleep. So his story had to be told and it has taken me on a whole separate journey. The Dream Trilogy is obviously adult. The opening chapter is a whole lot of steam and spice. But redemption is more dark fantasy. There's a lot more in that book that I'm not one for trigger warnings, to be quite honest. I think you sort of can make your own warnings, but redemption's more darker. And I I am absolutely in love with it. This book has made me so proud. And everything to do with it, just the in-depth, the twist, the turns, it it was a roller coaster, but my God, am I on for the ride? Look, we're all into the darkness. So <laughs> oh, it's, I'm, I'm I actually was saying to another reader the other day, I'm like, I'm really struggling to not read anything that's dark. And it just keeps getting <laughs> darker and darker and darker. And I'm like, at one point, I'm going to have to pull myself out of it, but I just can't right now. It's no. <laughs> family i'm getting worse i've got redemption and then i actually wrote another one after it anarchy and that one gets darker than redemption and i'm living i love it i love it (laughs) what it's all about so are you so are you thinking that you're going to typically write in the fantasy genre or do you think you might go into contemporary or somewhere else or is fantasy where you I would love to dabble in contemporary, but to be quite honest, oh, excuse, excuse the cuss, but I'm shit scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I need to stick to what I know. I would love yeah. to, but honestly, people like Kelsey Clayton, Tate James and them frighten me to even go that way. <laughs> They're amazing at what they do. And to be quite honest, I think my imagination is too big to stick to normal humans without a bit of hey, I have a bit yeah. <laughs> I yeah. want to kill you there. Yep. It's I think PNR dark fantasy are my thing. I dabbled in it with the dream trilogy with the PNR fantasy. I loved it. But then writing redemption and anarchy, I'm loving the dark fantasy. Yep. Yes. It's yeah. my jam. We were talking to another author as well who um, yeah, they started off with fantasy and for them to go in, they did write contemporary. It was quite, yeah, they, they found it a lot yeah. harder because in fantasy you can just make shit up. Yes, <laughs> it you can. Yeah. Um, but 
it, yeah, it's it's interesting because I'm very contemporary. So I'm only just like this year started getting into fantasy. So Amanda's been like, you need to read this fantasy book. So yeah, I, I'm still, I'm not a fantasy virgin, but you know, I'm yeah. pretty close. I'm pretty close. <laughs> to be quite honest, true story. I only read contemporary. Mm. Oh, wow. I did. I only read contemporary. And I started reading the old American Indian books by Catherine Hart and fell in love with it. And I sort of followed that genre, which is what brought me to say the likes of Tate James, Cass Clayton, Becca Steele. I fell in love with it. But then Twilight was always in the back of my head. I wanted my Edward. Yeah. I'm a Twilight Hart. Every book of mine will have a Twilight reference. <laughs> I'm not kidding. There will be something about Twilight, whether it's in the acknowledgements or not. I love contemporary, but I'm shit at writing contemporary. I Believe it or not, the Dream Trilogy was supposed to be contemporary. I wanted to follow in the footsteps of all of these other great authors. But then I thought, no, I, I can't do it. So I had to have my Edward and my Jacob in there. So it turned into fantasy. <laughs> oh, that's that. awesome. Um, so we were going to say, what do you have coming next? But obviously you've got Anarchy. So what is the time frame for that release after Redemption? Redemption, September 30th. Anarchy's November 20th. And then I got another one completely separate coming out February next year that I actually have just finished writing yesterday. It is my biggest book to date. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Like you're just smashing it out. <laughs> I'm trying. I've got another sneaky side project that I need to get done. It's... Oh, I'm shit at secrets. So I'm actually going to co-author a book with another amazing author that reached out and we have just hit it off. So we are going to co-author a book together. We've started plotting. So I needed to get this beast of a book done so that we could finish ours before the end of the year. Look, we are all for exclusives here. So if you want to, um, I'm more than happy for you to make the announcement about who your co-author co-author is here and we can <laughs> stop pressuring people for exclusives this is what she does <laughs> literally I'm shit at secret I have had people from my art team my PA everyone telling me zip it but stuff it so I have just finished this big beast yesterday I that one is coming out next year I have decided to not release anything after Anarchy solely myself this year because Anarchy and Redemption need the praise that they deserve. But yeah. Amber Withers and I have decided to co-author together. <laughs> oh my God, guys, that is an exclusive. <laughs> Thank you, Samantha. I love it. My pleasure. Sorry, Anne. <laughs> I can't even. We get that excited when we get exclusives. <laughs> oh, goodness. I spoke to Amber this morning and promised her, no, our secret's safe. I will not say anything. People need to stop believing my promises because I'm shit at it. <laughs> Look what you've done, Amanda. Sorry, but I am super excited still. <laughs> oh, God. I even put my phone on silent for the aftermath. <laughs> Maybe you should just give her a heads up now before I release this. 
I think I'll just run to be quite honest and ignore. I love that ignore button. Yeah, it's yeah just put it on your disturb for a solid yeah, sure. couple of weeks. I'm sure. Um, now we're going to include all the links in um the episode description, but where can readers reach out to you? Like what platforms are you available on? I am I'm social media shit, just being blunt. I get as far as Facebook, Insta, TikTok. My PA does the whole link tree and Twitter, everything else. But I'm normally Facebook. My readers group is probably the best place to reach me on Facebook. It's Sam's Dreamers. But I'm trialing TikTok, but I'll be honest, I spend more time scrolling than I do posting. Yeah, we're the bit, bit the same. <laughs> it's a dark hole for me. Once I'm on there, I fall down. Yeah, absolutely. It's TikTok. TikTok is like we had, we've had some like success and then some videos where you're like, man, we're so funny. They just don't <laughs> stuck watching a cat the other day for like a good 20 minutes. <laughs> I know. That's what we, we had. Yeah, we, no, she sends me these things and I'm like, how because we have it we have a shared account i'm like how did this end up on our fyp like seriously <laughs> and then i'm like amanda what are you watching <laughs> i got that from my pa i'm supposed to be on there doing this amazing tiktok video marketing all my merch because we i've just started making candles to match character sets you know you describe character sets so i thought what the hell That's i'm gonna awesome make candles so I made all of these five different candles to match the people from the dream trilogy and we even done soaps I'm supposed to be making this video my PA logs on and can see I'm watching a cat <laughs> she's like oh Christ get out of the loophole I want to say there are some far new videos on there though like that and then you just you just keep clicking through and I can't I can't stop and then Amanda will be like uh, what TikToks do you have in draft? I'm like, shit, I haven't got any. I've got nothing. I'll admit, this is probably embarrassing. I'm on there yesterday. I promised. I promised I would do this merch giveaway on TikTok or the magnets. I've literally still got them set out in front of me. A queef video pops up on my For You page and this guy literally commenting on it. I got lost down that rabbit hole for like 40 minutes watching all of these videos that he's tagged in. And my God, did I die? Yeah, <laughs> yeah look, we, we have similar like weird ass videos that come up on ours and we definitely end up like, you know, our whole text message history is just um, TikToks we've sent to each other. I know, or like, if because I'm, Amanda thinks I'm a slow reader, but I just like to really get into the story and, you know, really. She's slow. You cheat. I'm, I'm, I'm sure she, she cheats. I'll be reading and she knows I need to read a book. And then she'll be like, another TikTok comes up. Look at, I'm like, can you stop? You're distracted. I'm like, hello, I'm bored. Like speed it up and watch TikToks with me. <laughs> I do, I'm a really fast reader. I can clear a book in a day. Okay. See, people can do it without cheating, Beck. No, really I'm, 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 I'm 100% certain you just read the dialogue. <laughs> I, I literally can power through that. I, doing my own author journey, I pulled out of a lot of art teams, but I'm too greedy to pull out of Kelsey's. 
So I knew I had a deadline to do when Waste My Time came out for her. I was like, I can do it. I can do it in a day. I got up six. I finished it by two in the afternoon and still made my deadline. See, it's just dedication back, okay? <laughs> it is. Once you're in it, it, you're in it. It's a dark, dark hole. It really is. Oh, look, I can read all day. Like, I don't have an issue with that. But I, my eyes just mustn't move as fast. They're just really slow. <laughs> I admit my reading slows all down like to slow-mo when I get to those saucy bits those yeah. saucy bits oh yeah I read, I read you take those in, like, in real detail yeah, you gotta reread them to make sure you've really got the the image logistics hang on a second Everything. that's where he's okay yeah I done that for timber I just finished timber <laughs> a few days ago my god that's a big bitch wow yeah, she's okay. thick that is goals I want to one day be Tate James level thick <laughs> I read that I read it all in slow-mo and then I had to stop close my eyes I'm like right I got that position let's keep going yeah, well, because like um, that's one of the questions we're going to ask her today is, um, yeah, like how long did it take you to write that scene in Timber? Like logistically speaking, <laughs> there must have been a lot of thought process to that because there were body parts everywhere. I'm like, that would have taken a while to get it sorted. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I find it hard doing like two people in my books. Like I, I, the, the scenes are getting worse and worse <laughs> as the book progresses. The dream trilogy is like child's play. Then you get redemption. And I mean, I have secondhand embarrassment <laughs> on myself. I sent it to my editor cringing. My proofreader, even my art team was like, wow, then there's anarchy and no one's read that yet it goes next month to my editor and I'm dying of secondhand embarrassment of the scene <laughs> there I don't know how Tate can do it with so many moving parts in the oh, harem like crazy. literally moving parts they're like everywhere <laughs> I forget details as I'm writing I literally have plot notes of what a character looks like how I've described this bit I don't know how she can do it for four people it it's amazing. Goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goals. <laughs> it's goals. I love goals. <laughs> I wish. It, well, maybe one day. Even Heather, I've just started on Heather Long's books. Oh. I've got a lull prep period now. <laughs> Everything's done for Anarchy to go. I finished this big boy yesterday. So now I've got time to read. I just started Heather's last night. And Paul, I see why her and Tate are two peas in a pod. Which, oh, yeah, it's amazing. We, we, we've, um, we interviewed Heather for the 82nd Street Vandal. Um, yeah. I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, you're kidding. It is not a killer. I've just started. Yes. It's. How many books are there? Two so far, right? I think so far. I'm on book one. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Like, it is awesome. Um, yeah, but book three is October, I think. So it's yeah. not that far ago. Oh, thank gosh. I'll start it now. Because <laughs> I'm not one of those people that I'm greedy. I can't wait for a series to finish. And then I hate myself when I hit the ending and have to wait. Like, Timber killed me. The wait for Timber killed me. But it was worth it. I can't not read because I'm greedy. Mm. Yeah, I oh, know. We have to read it immediately once it comes out. Like, got to do it. Um, if you want another dark romance, you should read B Pages, Dancer in the Masks. 
It's oh, I have seen that. I have it not is read- it is dark. It is dark and it's slightly paranormal as well, but it's mainly contemporary and it's yeah, it's really good. So that there's Amazing. another one for you. I'm yeah. getting really into the darkness at the moment. <laughs> I mean, it's not redemption, and then when you hit anarchy, it is a full 360. <laughs> well, B- I am yeah. loving it. These ones are real mental mind fuck, so that's what I live for. I live yeah, for so turns and I aim to have that throughout my whole books. I don't want a girl meets guy fall in love happily ever after. I want Boring. death. Yes. Boring. I want death. I want heartache. It needs I to be want... something. Yes. I literally. <laughs> it is. I was reading books before starting my author journey. And I thought, okay, here we go. Same thing. Girl meets guy fall in love with happily ever after I wanted heartbreak I wanted death or something and one of the oh, highly highly recommend series I don't know if you've read it is by Jody Allen Malthus this man trilogy okay no you haven't read that one Jim you've got to meet the lord that book was yes girl meets guy but the twist the turns but you don't see it coming it's like mm, a that it's that book shocked the shit out of me. The <laughs> All right, we've got some tough questions for you. I'm ready. What's your favorite color? Blue. Blue, yes. What is your favorite writing snack or drink? It's not healthy, but lemon and salt. I, lemon, lemon and salt is is a delicacy in my house. Um, my kids eat it. We love lemon cut up with salt. So lemon and salt and V. And what? V. v. Wow. Okay. Not never heard the lemon and salt thing before as a snack. No. Try it. My mum does the orange and salt. My mum does the oranges and salt. Yeah. Orange and salt, apple and salt, lemon and salt. Is Do the... you have tequila with it or is that? <laughs> Would I sound like a total noob if I told you my house actually has an inbuilt bar in it. And for the first time this year, I tried tequila and salt. <laughs> my husband That's said awesome. to me, I can't have a bar if I don't have tequila and salt I tried tequila and salt for the first time this year oh my god it's my go-to drink I'm totally like lip sucking and (laughs) shotting that like at any chance I get it was great the night off but the next day oh no next day no longer (laughs) yes if you could be an animal what would you be a dog to Bordeaux I'd be a dog And the last one, what would your superpower be? Time travel. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was lovely to meet you. We can't wait to see where your author journey goes moving forward. Um, now, everybody, we will post all the links to Samantha's um, social media and to her book so you can get them if you're interested in trying them out. And um, other than that, we're looking forward to seeing you at Babe. 
Yes, I would love to meet you in person. Hopefully this lockdown buggers off. I know, right? I'm keen for that to happen. <laughs> oh, you poor things, I bet you are. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Thank, Thank you. you.